Bokertov, we're continuing the book of Shofetim. I lost my, uh, the Mikrot Gedolot book, by the way. I can't find it. <laughs> it wasn't mine, it was Kanisa's. I, I can't find it in Kanisa. It's somewhere around here. No one else uses it. So, so I know I was using it downstairs yesterday. Mm. So, the book, we are up to the 21st verse of the 9th chapter. And what have we done so far? We did the story of Avimelech, how the son of Gidon Avimelech, the one who was born from the concubine, who as we claim has a major inferiority complex, decided to prove himself by killing all of his brothers and taking the kingship. He goes and he makes a very primal uh, argument to the people of Shechem and says, I'm your blood, I'm your brother, make me your king. Now that's, never, that's not a good thing because... The Torah's mindset doesn't really place any value on blood relationships, especially if it's going to determine who is a good leader. Just because a person is related to you doesn't mean they're a tzaddik, right? So it's, it, was a, it was a bad argument, but it was a, it was a smart one on his part. And then he uh, becomes, he gets the, the people of Shechem on his side. They give him 70 gold pieces from the house of the idol worship. And then he goes and he uses 70, uh, 70 gold pieces to hire... Mercenaries. Hitmen, exactly. And he kills all of the brothers on one stone, except for the brother Yotam. Then Yotam goes up on Mount Gerizim, which we said represented the Torah, the, the covenant of the Torah when the Jewish people entered Israel. And he announced the, the parable of the trees. And there were three trees, the olive tree, the fig tree, and the grape tree, or the vine. And each one of them said, I have so much to give. Why do I want to be leader? What am I going to do with leadership? What am I going to do as your king? So then, who became the leader of the trees? The thorn bush. Because the thorn bush had nothing else to offer. So he's like, sure, I'll be the king. And that, he said, is a parable for Avimelech's situation with the people of Shechem. And then he said, basically a curse, you should be happy with Avimelech, and Avimelech should be happy with you. So, uh, Yotam is predicting that both Shechem, who made Avimelech the king, and Avimelech himself, will now suffer the consequences of their choice of leader. Yotam then runs away and he hides in a in a well. Okay. Pasuk Kaf Bet. Vayasar Avimelech al Israel Shaloshanim. Avimelech ruled over Israel for three years. Now the word it uses for rule here, Vayasar, it doesn't say Vaishpot. It doesn't say he was a leader. It wasn't it wasn't he wasn't a judge that was accepted by the people. Tyranny, no? He kind of like tyranny. The word is more like he lorded over them. He lorded over Israel for three years. Good question. Very good question. Because we know that he consolidated his power in Shechem. Uh, Shechem was a major city. So it could be that he developed at least, at least the northern tribes. He got them under his rule as well. I'm not sure though. Okay? Uh, so God sent a bad spirit between Abimelech and the people of Shechem. And the people of Shechem rebelled against Avimelech. Well, that, that obviously, you know, the people ask for a bad leader and the leader starts to show his true colors mm-hmm. and then the people rebel. It's a classic story. It always happens all the time. So now the people of Shechem, they realize a buyer's remorse and as Yotam predicted that there would be bad blood between Avimelech and the people, there is indeed bad blood and now the people of Shechem decide to rebel against Avimelech. And why did God do this? Why did God cause this bad blood to develop between Abimelech and the people of Shechem? To bring the treachery of the 70 brothers of, uh, the 70 sons of Gidon, Yerubal, and the blood, to put it on Abimelech's head, 
who killed all of them. And to put that same blood on the head of Shechem, who helped Avimelech get the power. Meaning what Boreolam is going to do now is because Shechem supported Avimelech and Avimelech killed the 70 brothers or the 70 sons. So now both of them have to suffer the consequences. The people for helping Abimelech and Abimelech for executing the brothers. So the people of Shechem, they put an ambush on the, he- on the tops of the mountains. And they set up ambush probably to like capture the king's uh, um, chariot or something or his people. And anybody who would pass by, they would steal from them. And then word got to Abimelech that these people are causing disruption in your kingdom and they're, they're doing this out of spite for you. So are we calling it a kingdom or are we calling it just like a... Uh, a it, it, as we said, the first passage says, Vayasar Abimelech al-Yisrael. Yeah. It's not a word of, uh, of leadership that's accepted by the people. It's, it means more like he lorded over them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then this guy named Gaal... Ben Avid, he comes. He Son and his brothers. What? Son of servant. Yeah, uh, I'll, 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 we'll talk a little bit about the word. It's a funny, it's a funny name. Okay, so this guy named Gaal Ben Avid comes. He and his brothers, and they go through Shechem and they earn the trust of the people of Shechem. Okay, so now this guy Gaal Ben Avid is going to be a competitor for to Abimelech because Abimelech is the king of Shechem. But now Gaal Ben Avid comes and he becomes the, the, the competing ruler of Shechem. And he wins over the heart of the people of Shechem. Now, what is the name Gaal bin Avid? Okay, so Avid is a slave. And then what is Gaal? Gaal is like disgusting. It means something like a, um, something, something not uh, nice. Is, is, uh, like in Hebrew, you say Mag'il means disgusting. So Gaal comes from word of disgust. So you could even see in the name, this guy is not like a tzaddik or anything. Meaning, meaning we're not dealing with top, top notch character. We're dealing with the, the disgusting one who is the son of a slave, you know? Mm. Okay, that, that's like the, the name this guy is given. Mm-hmm. And then once this guy, Gaal ben Ebed, comes and takes power and he helps, he, gets the, he earns the respect of the people of Shechem. This guy, Gaal ben Ebed, he earns the respect of the people to the extent that the people have faith in him to protect them from Avimelech. And apparently in Shechem, people were scared of Abimelech's rule, so they weren't going out into their fields. Once Gal ben Ebed came and took over, people went back into their fields, they went and they took their vineyards and they took all of the fruits of the vineyards and they had a party and they, they made celebrations. And they went to the house of their Abu Dazaraz and they cursed Abimelech. Uh, in the process. So, Gal ben Evan, when he takes leadership over Shechem, he excites the people to the extent that they, that they go back to their fields, they start living life happily again, and in the process, they curse Avimelech. And let's see what Avimelech responds. Who is Avimelech and who is Shechem that we should serve him? Behold, he is the son of Irubal, and he has a minister named Zevul. Um, oh, 
So it's a very hard pasuk to translate. But basically, Gal Ben Eved, this guy who went and, and became the competing leader of Shechem, he goes to the people of Shechem and in his excitement and at these parties, he starts announcing, he says, Who is Abimelech that we should serve him? He is just what the lowest son of, of Yerubal, of uh, Gidon. And he has this loser of a minister called Zivul. We're going to hear more about this guy, Zivul. These guys, these guys are, are losers. It, it's... Serving him, we might as well just go serve Hamor Avi Shechem. Now, who was Hamor? What? Hamor means donkey, but, but who was Hamor? Hamor was, you know the you know, story of Yaakov and his sons? Mm-hmm. When, when they went and they told the guys to do Brit Milah, and then, yeah. then um, uh, Shechem went and he took, the, he took Dina. And then his father Hamor came to Yaakov oh, and said, yeah. He's one who, let's, let's father, combine. And the then son the, the sons Dina. went and then Shimon and Levi went and said, uh, let, let, do Brit Milah and yeah, then we'll come. And then, they, and then Shimon and Levi came and they killed the whole city. Hmm. Right? So Hamor is the non-Jewish original leader of Shechem. Right? So his argument here is, why serve Abimelech? If we're going to serve Abimelech, let's go worship uh, Hamor, the original leader of Shechem. What does Abimelech have to do? And, and it's also, yeah, it is. It's a very long time. But it's also interesting because Abimelech's whole claim was, I am blood of Shechem, meaning I'm from Shechem. Right? So what Gal Ben Ever is saying is, if you're going to serve Abimelech because he is a, a, a native Shechemite, do you know who is the most native Shechemite? The original founder of Shechem, whose name is Hamor, and let's go serve them. Well, so that's Gal ben Evet's argument here. And then Pasuk Kaptet, Umi tenet asira et Abimelech, And then he turns to Abimelech and he starts making like a, now, now he gets himself into trouble. He says, and if only the people would give my, me the power, I would get rid of Abimelech for you. And then he turns to Abimelech and he says, Get your army, get your army together and let's meet up and fight. Meaning, let's see who can build a stronger army. So now he challenges Abimelech to, to battle. This is pub- he's making public announcements to this, to this fact. Meaning, meaning, gather your army, let's see if you can take me on. Yeah. It's a little crazy, like the leader. He, for right now, he's currently like the leader of Abimelech, no? So like all of a sudden, he, this guy is the Zivu- leader of the rebellion. It's oh. always, it's like every yeah. story. is the underground guy, and now he's coming Ga'al above ground. Gaal is. Yeah. yeah, so this rebelling guy comes into like, I'm guessing, I'm just imagining like kind of like a scenario where they're all in like one room and he just like comes out and announces against him like in, like in public. Yeah, yeah, something it's like that. It's a little crazy. Like, at one, of these, like at one of these parties that they had. You yeah. Know? They had one of these parties and then he gets up and he's like, if only I had the power, mm. you know, I would get rid of Abimelech tomorrow. Abimelech, come meet me in the, in the field for a fight with, between our two respective armies. Something like yeah. that. Um, so then by Shema Zavu Sara'ir at Tivrigal bin Eved bin Abed Now Zavul, who is Zavul? Zavul is a minister of Abimelech. And he still lives in Shechem. So he hears this and he gets very upset because he hears people are trashing. He still lives in Shechem. Where's Abimelech? Ah, Pasuk Abimelech Torma. And he sends messengers to Abimelech in Torma saying, and his, and his uh, henchmen or his brothers are, are, have come to Shechem and they are fortifying a city against you. And the, the whole thing you realize here is that Abimelech doesn't even live in Shechem. Meaning he's the kind of leader, exactly the kind of leader they ask for, the kind of leader that just wants the power and wants to go, you know, it's like um, recently the, the Black Lives Matter yeah, founder, yeah. 
went and she bought like homes in like super 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 white, high class areas. White, white areas. I mean, she's a yeah, and it's a, and she's like a self-proclaimed Marxist, you know. So like the leader of the, they don't actually care about the the, the movement. They care about themselves, right? So Abi Melech, same thing. He doesn't actually care about the movement. He doesn't actually care about Shechem. He cares he about living. He cares about the power and the wealth. So he goes and now he buys himself a home in Torma. Mm. So Zevul, who's living in Shechem, he's handling the day-to-day. He goes and he catches Avimelech in Torma and he says, by the way, Gal ben Eved, he's gathering people against you. But Gal they, ben Eved, it's making it sound like they're not even from Shechem. And they're saying, hey, we're Shechem people. Why don't we just go to the original? But he's not. He just says, they came to Shechem. Oh, I explained what, what, what? God David is riling up the people saying we 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 but he's not part of we it just says right there this guy came to Shechem and now he's riling up the people oh did it uh... read the last pasuk again when by Avru Bishchem right we don't know they're probably native of, natives of Shechem no maybe I'm not sure maybe they're not maybe he just saw a vacuum and he, he decided to take advantage so now Zevul, Zevul says to Avimelech, he says, And he said, you and your people should go and, and put an ambush in the field. And in the morning when the sun comes out, you will go around the city and you'll capture it. And you'll be able to do to the city as you plan. So then Zevul, basically hearing all of this from the inside, Zevul goes to Avimelech and he tells him, Go set up an ambush around the city, and in the morning you can capture the city and do whatever you want with it. We'll see exactly what uh, Avimelech does, but Bezat Hashem tomorrow, on, starting from Pasuk Lamed Hey 35. Baruch Adonai Amen. 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 Amen.